Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or The Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video, we are going to be talking about the Week 2 wide receiver rankings for fantasy football in 2020. If you guys want to see the Week 2 running back rankings, you can check out the video from earlier today. If you guys want to see tight ends and quarterbacks, those are going to be coming tomorrow if you want to get all of the rankings. And if you want to see every single video that I put out every single week, please make sure that you hit that subscribe button down below. I put out content every single day to help you guys dominate your 2020 fantasy football leagues. And while you're down there, make sure you check out my sponsor, OverlightDFS.com. Real quick, I'm going to give you guys a word from them. OverlayDFS.com offers a new game titled The Matchup Shop. It is the easiest way to win money in the fantasy football, daily fantasy sports industry. It is so easy to understand. Pretty much all it is is betting player versus player on each of these matchups posted. There's a million matchups here that you can go ahead and look at. There's Thursday, there's Sunday, and there is Monday. And the lines do move. So understanding how the price works. So you're getting minus 2.5 on Nick Chubb. So Nick Chubb, whatever point total he gets in fantasy football based upon the rules on the website, minus 2.5 points. Jarvis Landry on the other side of it gets plus 2.5 points. It is very simple to figure out. If you play fantasy football, you should be able to easily dominate on this website, so make sure you guys check it out, overlaydfs.com, and I make videos every week showing you guys which players to pick so you guys can win that big moolah, so make sure you guys check it out, overlaydfs.com. And we are back, week two wide receiver rankings for fantasy football in 2020. We begin here with wide receivers one all the way through 12. At wide receiver one, we have Devontae Adams going up against the Detroit Lions. Devontae Adams had a destructive game up against the Minnesota Vikings week one. This matchup is very ideal for the Green Bay Packers. The Detroit Lions defense is atrocious. They don't really have any corners, any secondary really at all. So I think Devontae Adams should be able to devour this defense in Detroit. I, or it's not in Detroit, it's in Green Bay. So they're going to eat them like some cheese in this game. I think Detroit does end up keeping the game close, which would even further solidify Devontae Adams being better because if the game is close, they're going to have to continue to throw the ball a lot in this game. So I like Mr. Devontae Adams going up against the Detroit Lions. At number two, we have DeAndre Hopkins going up against the Washington football team. Now, last week, we saw the Eagles get smacked skadoodled by the uh, Washington football team. Now, DeAndre Hopkins last week up against a 49ers defense that is very good, just got peppered with targets. He saw the most targets he's ever seen in his whole NFL career last week in his first ever game as an Arizona Cardinal. If I saw what I saw proves the eye test that DeAndre Hopkins is going to be an elite wide receiver this year. I feel like I was a little bit wrong on him. I had him ranked as like wide receiver six, probably going to finish as maybe even the number one guy in fantasy football this year. He is just going to be peppered with targets from Kyler Murray all game long, regardless of the defense. Kyler Murray legitimately, he rolls out and he looks for DeAndre Hopkins. And if he doesn't see DeAndre Hopkins, he just runs the ball or dumps it off to Chase Edmonds or Kenyon Drake. That is just the system that they're rolling with there with Cliff Kingsbury. He was able to do good against a tough defense. Last week, obviously, Washington does not have a tough secondary. Their front seven, though, is dangerous, but Kyler Murray is able to roll out there and able to make the correct read. So I think DeAndre Hopkins is going to be able to have a great game this week up against the Washington football team. At number three, we have Julio Jones going up against the Dallas Cowboys in Jerry's world. Now, Julio Jones last week put up an amazing performance up against the Seattle Seahawks. This game is going to be a similar type of game where Dallas is able to get up ahead of them, and they're going to have to be crawling back from behind. Matt Ryan's going to have to throw the ball 7,000 times. Now, the thing with Julio is he should have had the better week than Calvin Ridley. He was dominating, but Calvin Ridley is the guy who can score touchdowns because for some reason, Julio Jones is never able to find the end zone. He just, it's like, uh, 
from Forrest Gump when he hits the ball, and he's like, get in your home, and when the ball is like right in front of the hole, you know what I'm saying? Julio Jones, or Matt Ryan yells, get in your home, and Julio Jones just can't get in there. He knocks on the door, and the door implodes and knocks him over. Julio Jones, gonna be a great start this week, though, up against the Dallas Cowboys, even with very little touchdown upside. At number four, we have Tyreek the Freak Hill going up against the LA Chargers. Now, someone sent me a screenshot of them. It was Bush. He was watching the NFL game time right before the game on Thursday night, and it said to sit Tyreek Hill. How in the fuck are you going to sit Tyreek Hill, even up against a tough LA Chargers defense. Tariq Hill is going to be able to dice them up. He's going to be able to use a knife that he found in Gordon Ramsay's kitchen and stab him a couple times like his name was OJ Simpson and score a million fantasy points. Tyreek Hill on a weekly basis always probably going to be ranked inside the top five to six wide receivers due to the upside that he presents. He is a weak winner every single week and he is kind of safe because you know he's going to get like 12 plus points but if he is able to put up that big game he is going to put a dagger in your opponent heart. So in this game up against the LA Chargers, I like him in this game. At number five, we have Calvin Ridley going up against the Dallas Cowboys. Again, we talked about Calvin Ridley earlier with Julio Jones, so I'm not going to go super in-depth. This guy skull-fucked the Seattle Seahawks defense, so I really do like him in this game up against the Dallas Cowboys, who don't have a great secondary themselves. At number six, we have Allen Robinson going up against the New York Football Giants. Now, all week long, there's contract disputes. Tariq Cohen, that short bastard, is tweeting uh, pay AK or something like that. Something like that. It's or AR actually. Uh, it's pay AR or whatever. Pay Allen Robinson. Extend AR is actually what it was. They extend Allen Robinson. Nothing was happening. I don't know what's going to happen. I assume he plays on Sunday. I hope he does. And if he does, the New York Football Giants are toast. They are going to get destroyed by Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson is one of the best wide receivers in the league, in my opinion. I personally believe he's like a top 10 or 12 wide receiver. And in fantasy-wise, going up against the New York football giants should be a wet dream for you guys who have Allen Robinson. At number 7, we have Juju Smith-Schuster going up against the Denver Broncos last week. He played up against the New York football giants and played very well. Two tutties for him up against the Denver Broncos. Sure, a tougher type of defense, but Juju just seemed to be very involved on that team. Big Ben is back. It is comeback season like his name is Johnny Manziel and Juju Smith-Schuster is going to be the head of that train with Big Ben so I like him at number seven at number eight we have Roberto Woods of the LA Rams going up against the Philadelphia Eagles Robert Woods was playing very well in the first half of the game up against the Dallas Cowboys and then kind of disappeared did his best Houdini act and didn't really show up until really didn't show up at all in the second half of the game but hey that doesn't bother me all that much when you see a guy dominate so early in the first half you see the guy being so used on the LA Rams I just feel like he will have a dominant game. I know Darius, they have Darius Slay on Philadelphia, but I would assume he's not just going to shadow Woods. He's not just going to shadow Cuff. They're going to go back and forth on those guys. So I think Robert Woods is going to have a great game on Sunday. At number nine, we have Mr. Adam Big T. Adam Thielen going up against the Indianapolis Colts. Adam Thielen last week was getting fed the rock halfway through the game. The beginning of the game, the Minnesota Vikings just don't look to pass the ball. They're trying to make sure that Kirk Cousins doesn't fuck this up for them, so they just hand it to Dalvin Cook 7,000 times up against the Colts defense. I feel like the Colts defense is a bit fraudulent. We came into the year thinking the Colts defense would be very strong. In the end, they were false strong. They were just on the roids or something, and then they stopped taking them, and now they're not looking too hot. So Adam Thielen, I like this week up against the Colts. At number 10, we have DJ Moore going up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Tampa Bay. Now, DJ Moore disappointed big last week up against the Las Vegas Raiders because Robbie Anderson, the stick man, was scoring all the points. 
He just was. But this week, I expect a huge bounce back out of DJ Moore. Wouldn't be surprised if he put up like 20 plus points in a game that they're just going to be crawling back into late in the game. At number 11, we have Cooper Cup going up against the Philadelphia Eagles. Again, I kind of already gave an assessment on this game. I think Cup will be involved. I think Slay kind of shadows both these guys. He goes from one guy to the other, back to back Michael Jordan 96-97. So I do like Cooper Cup in this game up against the Philadelphia Eagles. At number 12, we have another guy who kind of disappointed last week, and that is scary Terry McLaurin, scoring McLaurin at the Arizona Cardinals. Now, the Arizona Cardinals defense is not all that good. I know what you might be thinking. Oh, the defense played so well last week up against the, uh, the 49ers. The 49ers wide receivers are all dead. They're deceased. They rode to the game in a hearse, and they exited in a hearse because they just aren't there. They had to bring in Muhammad fucking Sanu off the street just to fill out the wide receivers. So Terry McLaurin should be able to have a great game up against the Arizona Cardinals. I think Dwayne Haskins is going to keep getting better, and I think McLaurin will be much more involved in this game. Now onto wide receivers 13 through 24. So if you guys have ended up enjoying this video thus far, please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. At number 13, we have Baby Chark, do-do-do-do-do-do, Baby Chark, going up against the Tennessee Titans. Reports now, A.J. Brown going to miss the game, so make sure if you guys have A.J. Brown to take him out of your lineup and put a new guy in. I only bring that up because we're talking about the Tennessee Titans. So, a DJ Chark should have a good game this week. Did not really excel last week. Did find the end zone, though, to make him not an atrocious start. This week, up against the Titans, I feel like he's just going to be a little bit more involved, and he's a guy that I thought all offseason long could be a top 12 guy. I think this week he knocks on the door of being a fringe top 12 guy. Got him at wide receiver number 13 of 14. We have Mikey Mike Evans going up against the Carolina Panthers. Now, last week, Evans is banged up. He played does nothing, scores a touchdown, and gets one catch, right? Which is nothing. Him and Michael Thomas combined for like two or three catches and like seven yards or something crazy. Mike Evans in this game should be quite good. Now, the reports are that Chris Godwin has a concussion, so I don't know if Chris Godwin is going to play. I have no idea. Until Sunday... I don't think we know because he's in the concussion protocol. The concussion protocol in the NFL makes zero fucking sense. Some guys, they get off the concussion protocol what seems like three days. Other guys, it seems like it takes 10 days. So I have no idea. I like Mike Evans, though, in this game. Regardless, I think he is healthy and up against a not-so-hot Carolina defense. I think Evans should be able to explode in this game. And number 15, we have Amari Cooper going up against the Atlanta Falcons. Now, I hate Amari Cooper with everything in me. He produced last week, and this guy's so inconsistent. So don't be surprised if he takes a shit on your chest. Again, another joke about Odell Beckham Jr.'s girlfriend. Amari Cooper, go ahead, start him this week up against the Atlanta Falcons secondary. There is literally no one out there. I could play safety on that team, and I might just be better than the sorry-ass motherfuckers they roll out there on Sunday. So I like Amari Cooper's matchup in this game. At number 16, we have Tyler Lockett going up against the New England Deflatriots. Sure, the Patriots are not the best matchup, and reports now is that fucking Pete Carroll came out and was like, that's him chewing his gum. He was like, yeah, man, we kind of ran the ball, not a lot. We let Russ cook. We let the truthers do it. But at the end of the day, I didn't like it. I want to see the us run the ball more. Makes no fucking sense. But okay, um, this is a Sunday night game. So this is premier Pete Carroll. This is going to be where Pete Carroll just runs the rock a zillion times. So I don't expect Lockett to really have top 12 upside on this game. But when Russ throws the ball, he's so accurate. He involves Lockett and Metcalf heavily in these games. So I think Lockett and Metcalf could still have great games, even if they're trying to run the ball more. Got Lockett at number 16. At number 17, we have Hollywood Brown going up against the Houston Texans in 10, or not in Tennessee, in fucking Houston. 
Hollywood Brown is a guy that I would not be surprised if he disappointed in this game. Hollywood Brown is a very risky start due to the fact that his range of outcomes is very high. There is a Hollywood Brown like a, like outcome in this game of him literally scoring 25 fantasy points, torching the Texans' defense, hitting them with a peace sign like he's Tyreek Hill, and running straight past them. There's also the outcome of Pat Mahomes just doesn't look... Not Pat Mahomes. If, uh... Mr. fucking Lamar Jackson just doesn't look his way, just doesn't throw in the ball that much, and he just isn't as involved, and he scores like six points. But against the Houston Texans, we saw Sammy eat a W, Watkins destroy them last week, so I think Hollywood Brown, similar skill set, fast as fuck. Like Lightning McQueen, I like Hollywood Brown in this game. At number 18, we have Mr. K.A. Keenan Allen going up against the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, Tyrod Taylor might completely derail this man's career because Tyrod Taylor just doesn't air the ball out. He doesn't make any decisions. He's just safe as it goes. That's what he is. He uses fucking safety scissors. He, I don't even know another thing that's super safe, but Keenan Allen just is not going to be super involved. Now, he will be involved because he's going to get a lot of throws that are short, but don't expect some Keenan Allen dime down the field like something Phillip Rivers could do. At the end of the day, Keenan Allen is going to be a fine start. I just really think his upside is very limited this season by the fact that Terod Taylor is not the Thrill Rivers. At number 19, we have Decaf Metcalf, DK Metcalf going up against the New England Patriots. Again, I talked about it before. It seems like they're not going to let Russ cook again in this game. Don't expect DK Metcalf to, like, take a shit on you, do terrible, but I do expect him to kind of not be super amazing in this game. But all it takes is one play from Russ where DK Metcalf's just bursting down the field wide open. That catch against Atlanta was beautiful. Russell Wilson threw it right in the bread basket. Bang! Catches it. Tutty. So I think DK Metcalf definitely plays better in this game. Considering last week he did have a couple of drops that seemed like they were right in his hands. There was no way he should have dropped it. And he might have just been in his own head. And number 20, we have Mr. Michael Gallup going up against the Atlanta Falcons. Now, Michael Gallup did end up disappointing last week. Did not play all that good up against the Jared Goff and the LA Rams, but I do think that Michael Gallup plays much better up against the Atlanta Falcons. That defense, like I said, is just non-existent. Michael Gallup should be able to easily have a great game up against the Falcons. At number 21, we have Ida W. Fuller, Willie Will Fuller, going up against the Baltimore Ravens. Now, this is a risky matchup because the Baltimore Ravens defense is very, very good, and I worry that Fuller might not be as involved as he was up against the Kansas City Chiefs, but you got to take it how it is. Will Fuller, clearly the number one for Deshaun Watson. Cooks just wasn't that involved. Now, how healthy is Brandon Cooks? I have no idea. It seems like he's going to play. So with that said, I think Will Fuller could have a big game. Just pull it back a little bit and don't expect as much as we saw week one up against the Kansas City Chiefs. At number 22, we have the Stephon Don, Stephon King, or not Stephon King, Stephon Diggs going up against the Miami Dolphins in Miami. Now, the Miami Dolphins do have a dangerous cornerback crew in Byron Jones as well as Xavier Howard, but I'm not really super worried in this game. I think Stephon Diggs is able to overcome that, put up a solid game just like he did last week up against the New York Football Jets, but I do think it might take a couple of weeks for Stephon Diggs to really have that boom game where he's like a top five wide receiver. At number 23, we have CG Chris Godwin going up against the Carolina Panthers at home in Tampa Bay. Chris Godwin should be able to have a good game if he plays. Obviously, this is really dependent on if he plays. If he's still concussed, doesn't play. You don't fucking start him. Pretty simple. I think he's going to play, but right now I do have him benched on my team for another player in case he does not play. I wanted to look at my other options, so make sure you guys do that as well. Look at your bench. Look at the waiver wire. See who you're going to need to start over Chris Godwin. Don't just expect him to play because, again, I am not a doctor, but I am a doctor of love. (laughs) At number 24, we have T.Y. That was so stupid. You guys loved it, though. Winky face. T.Y. Hilton up against the Minnesota Vikings. I like T.Y. Hilton in this game. He's playing up against the Minnesota Vikings, but by God, 
did he look atrocious on Sunday. The ball's going right to him, dropped. The ball's in his face, dropped. Phillip Rivers could have walked up to him and fucking handed it to him like he was a child, dropped. The Vikings secondary is terrible. So this is a very good matchup for T.Y. Hilton to have a bounce-back game. Just don't buy completely into it because I would not be surprised if he shit the bed. But this is the premier matchup for him. So I'm going to go ahead and roll him out on Sunday. Now on to wide receivers 25 through 32. So again, if you guys have enjoyed this video thus far, please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. At number 25, we have Jules. Julian Edelman, the squirrel, going up against the Seattle Seahawks. Now Julian Edelman is the... He's also a king of safety. You just put him in your lineup. This guy's good for like 10 to 15 PPR points every single Sunday. That's what I think he gets in this game. I don't see him getting super involved because I think there's going to be a run-heavy game, if I'm being honest with you. Chris Carson, as well as... Um whoever the running backs are for the uh, Seattle C uh, the New England Patriots because it's kind of confusing. But with that said, I think Julian Edelman will be able to be fine because he's always involved in that offense. At 26, we have Starvin Marvin Jones going up against the Green Bay Packers in Green Bay. Now, if Kenny Galladay plays, I like Marvin Jones even more. I don't even have Kenny Galladay on my rankings because I'm very unsure if he's going to play right now. Probably at about a 3 out of 10 in confidence for Mr. Kenny G. But if Kenny G plays, I like uh, Marvin Jones a lot more. Now, Marvin Jones and the Detroit Lions, like I said earlier, always keep it close with the Green Bay Packers. I expect the Detroit Lions to be down, so I expect this to be a very pass-heavy game from Matthew Stafford, and Marvin Jones could see success in this game, considering he didn't play all that well last week. At number 27, we have Deontay Johnson going up against the Denver Broncos. Now, Deontay Johnson does have a solid matchup this week against the Broncos. Definitely a solid defense, but I think that we saw Big Ben love Deontay Johnson in that game against the New York Football Giants. I expect him to be the clear number two on the Pittsburgh team, and I expect the Pittsburgh Steelers to play quite well against the Denver Broncos, so I like Johnson at 27. At 28, we have Emmanuel Sanders going up against the Las Vegas Raiders on Monday night in that new Las Vegas stadium. This is a good matchup matchup for Emmanuel Sanders due to the fact that Michael Thomas is not there, but I am tempering my expectation due to the fact that I feel like this could be a game where Kamara and Jared Cook just absolutely eat, and Emmanuel Sanders is kind of an afterthought. I do think he's a solid start, just not super high upside in my opinion due to Jared Cook being involved like I think he will. At number 29, we have A.M. Anthony Miller going up against the New York Football Giants. Now, if Allen Robinson magically sits for some reason, doesn't want to play, but it seems like he's going to play since he talked with uh, the coach there. He talked with Nagy, and it seems like they're going to get some type of deal done, so it's okay. But Anthony Miller has a great matchup up against the New York Football Giants. I argue he has the best matchup on this screen, probably besides C.D. Lamb. So I think Anthony Miller could have a very good game yet again, like we saw last week, potentially find the end zone. But again, you're buying in on kissing Titties Trubisky, throwing it to the second best guy on the team. So I'm not too sure how confident you want to be on that, but I do like the matchup for Anthony Miller at 29. At number 30, we we have Mr. JB, John Brown, going up against the Miami Dolphins. John Brown had a great week one going up against the New York Football Jets, and I expect that success to continue. John Brown, while the wide receiver two on the team, Mr. Joshua Allen loves to air the ball out to different guys. He's looking left, he's looking right, he's looking all over the field. You get a pass, you get a pass, you all get a pass like his name was Oprah Winfrey. So I like John Brown in this game up against my Dolphins. At number 31, we have C.D. Lamb going up against the Atlanta Falcons. Now, None, not all three of these guys are going to finish in the top 32. I hope you understand that, but they all have the opportunity to. This matchup is beautiful. Absolutely fuego. It's like the Mona Lisa of matchups. The Atlanta Falcons defense, again, trash, dead, deceased. 
awful. All words that you would describe a defense that does nothing. A limp dick defense by the Atlanta Falcons. I expect CeeDee Lamb to be pretty solid in this game. And finally, at number 32, we have Darius Slayton going up against the shy town bears Darius Slayton of the New York football giants pretty involved last week was clearly Daniel Jones's number one guy even though everyone was healthy besides Golden Tate it just seems like Daniel Jones and Slayton have that connection he is going to be a guy that on a weekly basis could definitely be a start on your team so I like Darius Slayton here at wide receiver numero 32 even in a tougher matchup up against the shy town bears so thank you guys all for watching this video again if you ended up enjoying please 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 make sure to hit that subscribe button down below I love each and every single one of you guys check out overlightdfs.com link down below in the description again we hit 1 million views 1 million views on my channel it means the world to me that we've seen this type of success my next goal is 10,000 subscribers i know we're nowhere near there now but i think it's possible to hit that before the end of the season so i love you all have a great rest of your guys day and i'll see you guys tomorrow with some more bangers of videos good boy